is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Boy, I, I really, you said before we started, um, I almost said shooting, before we started recording <laughs> um, that you're feeling a little spacey and boy, I'm doing a lot of spacey things today. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm... instead of just coming back to you on the Zoom, I opened Chrome <laughs> by accident. <laughs> <laughs> just like little things like that and just like. I'm feeling the very a uh, very Mercury retrograde feeling like just from very the very beginning of reading of seeing the opening, I'm feeling like mm-hmm. we're talking in a an abyss of where communication just that. dissolves into nothing. <laughs> 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 oh no! Maybe we should stop recording. <laughs> it's but that is one of the things I do actually kind of like this aspect of Mercury retrograde because it's in my brain too. It's like there's yes. this there's a kind of a quiet. I mean, it's hard to try to communicate and figure things out, but there's also <laughs> this access to this sort of what if I just let go and mm-hmm. was in the silence, you know? So I'm feeling that too, and that's kind of nice. Well, the I, I the la- the core the card <laughs> for last week was the void right but also it's weird you sound different to me today oh like you sound like you're in an abyss oh wait so you can actually hear it i feel that way but i didn't know that you could actually i mean hear I don't, it. i'm like worried it's a sound issue but oh no i don't think it is but it sounds like i don't know yeah i'm just let's just say i'm with you and before i was saying your background you have a zoom background of like the dark woods covered in a mist and i was saying it really fit it but now it's like almost too much oh where it's like i'm really getting lost in that foggy mountains yeah it's like the, it's hard to keep the thread Within even one sentence, you know what I mean? Like the there's a void between each word. <laughs> we could just oh like lose God. touch mm-hmm. with what I'm talking about, <laughs> which is a little hard for a podcast, but we'll get mm-hmm. through it. We'll get through this. I hope you enjoy it, everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this abyss, abyss, abysmal. Is that where abysmal comes from? The word abyss. I think so. Yeah, oh, like wow. deep down. You know, but like, abysmal doesn't mean terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, and an abyss isn't necessarily terrible, but, you know, (laughs) if it's like way down at the bottom of something, then that is a way to say. I see. It's a low. Oh, right. Low point. Yes. Mm. All right. Well, uh, last week we pulled (laughs) the card, (laughs) the void. So, I mean, it's definitely been obviously feeling true for us this week how did you feel about and what did you i forget i drew the sisters of the seasons from the um wisdom of the hidden realms oracle Mm -hmm. which is divine time it was Mm -hmm. a sort of a divine timing like let things move in their season you know be where you are while you're there which i think divine timing has continued to be a theme because that was my card reading for the new moon also, oh, okay. where was um, divine timing was one of the flow with divine timing again, which I hadn't gotten last time too. So and I got this that is still a theme. The time before that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we both got cards that were related to that the time before. So it really I think feels we're like you're talking in an abyss. I mean, this is weird. That's how I feel. I don't. Oh I'm. God. Does it sound Does it actually like sound the, weird? No, I think it's okay. I think so. Do, do, does it feel against the flow? Yeah, kind of. That's why I had some extra coffee because I was like, I need to be able to Do you to think maybe speak. we should wait to record it till tomorrow? Oh, well, I don't know. No? no? I mean, unless, okay. do you think I, that this is not working? No, or, it's not that. I just always <laughs> like to listen to that feeling. If it feels against the flow, then I don't like to do it. But this, to me, doesn't feel... I'm not feeling that entirely. Because I feel like it might be the same tomorrow. I might (laughs) still feel the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't feel like it's, like, 
trudging up a hill with rocks in it, which is how I feel with Against the Flow. It just feels more like, uh, <laughs> like space, like that noise. Kind of like I'm underwater. I mean, yeah. or do you, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you think though, is it the sound? Like, is I don't, the sound okay? I don't think so. I, don't I guess you're, the way be. you hear it on Zoom might be different than the way it's recorded. Oh, yeah. Too, so. I think it's okay. All right. Well, listen, y'all. I hope this is interesting content. So, and you got that. (laughs) How did you feel this week? Oh, it was intense for me Uh, this week. Like that, um, I mentioned it to you a little bit, but on the solstice, it was a dark moon, the Uh solstice, and it was right Uh in the eclipse portal of the Cancer new moon, which was the following day. So it was a dark moon. And (laughs) I watched the sunrise and it was great. I had done the day before a meditation to, I'd been working with like an alchemical with the Ruby Ray to transform old relationship patterns and fears and behaviors and limiting beliefs. And um, so the, that next day was pretty intense for me. I actually, did I tell you I fell really hard and got a really dark and painful bruise on my butt? You told me you fell. <laughs> uh, and I hit my um, oh, my no. ankle. I'm okay. But it was Where like all, you? I was on my patio and I, because I had toasted the sun and oh. I drank coffee with the sun and I was going to walk down the steps and pour the coffee out for the sun into the earth. Which I could have just done over the balcony, but instead I decided to walk down the steps, which were slippery and icy, and I oh, was wearing no. very slippery slippers. <laughs> they oh, were like my, no. like my UGG type boots yeah. that are actually like slippers. So it was just like a water slide, like it was so <gasps> slippery, and I felt I could have like really hurt myself, but instead oh, I fell my on my butt. So it was that was. <laughs> it was that much over. It was really intense, and but it was all like connected to me. Just after that, it was the the pain of that was like sort of a um, window in, and that how unsettled mm. and shaky I felt. It was a window into feeling all of this pain, and just mm. like, I did a bath ritual after to align with the current of love and to let mm. go of old fears, and just cried so much and it felt so good and so healthy so it was awesome actually it was just yeah it was a huge you know after crying really deeply how it's like such a good feeling yeah and that was the rest of the solstice I was just like oh I felt so open and dead and I went out and climbed uh, the mountain by our house and looked out at the snowy mountaintops and it was beautiful after that it's just been like you know a big 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 shift huge shift you are one of three people who I know had a really hard day that day. Although it's uh, like yours was just the morning. It was, well, yeah, in the morning, I just had to like, it was like, you have to just feel all this right now, like all at once. <laughs> it just shook me up to yeah. fall like that. But yeah. um, after that, it was great. It was just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people were just feeling that solstice so intensely. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't been feeling that, but I have had like this sort of thing on my heart chakra that um well, I've been doing that Merkaba meditation as <clears throat> we've talked about in the past and I think that's the thing that I'm I mean, there's been so much growth happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing like it working too. with because when you when I at least for me personally when I work with that meditation it's like all the angels my highest angels come in and it's just like and then like I get this intense healing and communication but one thing is like I have had this thing on my heart and I what they've been instructing me to do is basically, because usually I'm like, okay, let's heal it. I'm going to remove it, de-energize it, you know, and then talk to my inner child if that's what the next step is, you know, if there's like unresolved pain or whatever. But this one is like, oh, no, you have to actually bring it in. Mm-hmm. So, and what it is, is all like past life, past life and current life of like all the times I felt abandoned and less than and like really reject all of the rejection stuff it's like oh no I need to open my heart and be like come here come here oh yeah bring her all the versions of her into my heart and then when I 
been doing that, it's like, shh, I get, I'm using a lot of sound effects today. I guess that's what happens when your brain is foggy. It's not foggy. It just feels like, like you said, like kind of <laughs> empty. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but then I get this re, this charge of my energy coming back to me from all those mm. lives and times where I have been letting little me or older past life versions of me be just like out there feeling sad ah. so I'm taking all that energy back and yeah. it's like I feel it's like like I'm building my power base yeah it's pretty intense that's awesome I can yeah. I actually can really relate to that I feel like I've been tapping in as I've been moving through this portal because it was like yeah that happened to me on the eclipse but it's also just been a process that is like yeah. beyond verbal that I couldn't totally articulate but that does remind me of a lot of it because like when I have been noticing shame Mm -hmm. or um, perfectionism, then I have this like realization that it's this opportunity to hug my inner child yes. and to shift that dynamic that she learned of, yes. you know, of being really hard on herself, which is me. So being hard on myself. Right. Well, so, it's a uh, part of you. It's like, yeah. you know, your past time part of you. Yeah. It still thinks those picture or whatever those beliefs are still um like rules to live by yeah because yeah she I, I have been really healing that part of my inner child that because it was like when I would do something like forget my lunch money or forget to have my mom sign like a permission mm -hmm. slip or something my mom was really like like acted I mean what I got at least as a child was like what's wrong with me like why can't I remember this stuff like this is a big problem you know <laughs> like, yes. that's that what I've been kind of looking at and healing like right. nobody remembers everything and you no. know it's okay if you yes. don't yes yeah that's when you say remember that is part of this cycle too <clears throat> I think it's a lot of well I guess it's just normal for mercury retrograde it's a lot of like forgetting things and then yeah being uh, that's one thing I really noticed I'll just say it now because it's part of the conversation is like this invitation from this retrograde to be really kind to yourself when yeah. you're forgetting things or right. or miscommunicating or misunderstanding. Yeah. That's and then looking at the big picture, like that's part of it too. I mean, yeah. really? You're going to take all this time to beat yourself up over this? Like this uh, is... Yeah. You know, we're all going to die, right? Could happen tomorrow. I, I hope you don't say that to your inner child. <laughs> I'm, oh, she knows. Oh, she's very comfortable with no, that. No, I'm just saying if she's not about dying. Of course, you know, I'm all about dying and death conversations. But I'm talking about like if she messes up, you know, we're all going to die, right? <laughs> so why are you worried about this? I mean, it's a I loving. I, I'm not really. It's not like a judgy way I'm saying it. It's more of like, remember the oh. big picture. You're okay. You know, oh, you can yeah. let it go. <laughs> you know, I have a shirt that says, um, someday we'll all be dead. And I've stopped wearing it during COVID. <laughs> oh, right. Because really insensitive to do yeah. that. But it Little tone is, deaf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is one of my favorite shirts. And I got it. The, it came in the mail um, the day after Dr. Schwartz, my cat, died. Mm. So it was also a really nice reminder. Like, we'll be together. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, that's what that. Ted and I, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but that's when, when one of us gets stressed out, that's one of the ways we comfort each other. Like, relax, we'll all be dead soon. <laughs> <laughs> it just puts things in perspective. Yeah, when you say it your way, it's fine. I feel like most people, if they were like, what's your problem? We're all going to be dead. You know that. Why are you worried about this? It's like, power, power. But yeah, with you, it's different. I, when you just said that, I just remember this one time when I, it's in in my memory forever um embedded in my memory is I forgot my violin on a Friday from school and I had violin class this is like the most privileged conversation but then they make they make it I think inexpensive for kids who can't afford it anyway whatever we could so <laughs> and I'm grateful for it but I had um, violin class on a Saturday and I left it at school on a Friday and I was so terrified when I realized it that my mother was going to just like 
lose her shit, which she would mm-hmm. have. And I just remember like running back to school, praying that the school was still open and that I could get my violin in time. And I did. That's the end of that story. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it yeah, was like, but... so I still remember how terrified I was of yeah. her reaction. But yeah. So you, yeah, that's how I was as a kid too. It was just like yeah. so out of proportion. To well, this, it was you know? in proportion to her. Right. Like your reaction was, in, that's why I was saying like our inner yeah. child's in past time because it's in proportion to how, yeah, your mom would have reacted. Well, yeah. And like your world as a child, like it's school yeah. and it's your mom. And you know, so yeah. it's like, this is everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, shall we talk about the wonderful Good Vibe Tribe? Yes, so the Good Vibe Tribe, It's if you're listening to this on Monday, it's really only oh. uh, two more days oh, no. you have you to, get to, it, to join. Uh, yeah, it's my, so on July 1st, I'm going to close it, unless oh, it fills Brett's up before birthday. then. Oh, happy birthday, Brad. You this have week. a limit? Yeah, oh. yeah, I have, I do have a limited I number. I know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the Good Vibe Tribe um, is the this episode is brought to you by the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts, a membership program featuring fourteen high quality magic workshops taught by me, live web chats and rituals every Tuesday, and a supportive magical community. I'm op- oh the doors are open for a couple more days and um. And you can learn more about the Good Vibe Tribe at, and you can try a month for free at tesswhitehurst.com slash join the tribe. And I highly recommend it. It's so great. Thank you. Um, it's just like a really nice addition to centering yourself. I mean, doesn't it feel good for you when you're doing oh, your weekly? I love it. I mean, right? I love it. I look forward to the web chats on Tuesday and, and then the affirmations on Sunday that I post and just the the, the Facebook group is a, such a joy. I just love going there and seeing what people post and say. And when you're like do, leading these healings or whatever you want to call it, these rituals and meditations, it heals yourself too. Totally. Yeah. That's how I feel too whenever I have sessions like oh okay i feel better now too yes all right so let's go to our questiones i said that in a new way all right so (laughs) (laughs) the first one is from sean and she says the subject is pendulum boards do you know have you i've never used a pendulum i feel like i am aware that they exist but Uh i have not used a pendulum board pendulums yes pendulum board no yeah okay well i just realized that there was boards at the end of it so maybe we can't answer this but anyway she said you had said ouija boards were not a thing to play with and you were against them my question is what about pendulum boards are they the same now did we say we're against Ouija boards? Well, we did express that maybe we don't personally like them or feel comfortable. <laughs> I guess that, what, what, I, it's funny. I think it's the Aquarian in me that's like, I'm not against yeah, no, anything no, I have that too. Civil, a destroying <laughs> of civil rights. That's the only thing I'm against. Um, yeah, you have that too. Yeah, I have that too where it's like that seems like a strong position because maybe some people use it in a way that is different than my experience with them. But yeah, yeah. I feel that way too. Um, But I have not seen that. I feel like Ouija boards are most often used by people first looking into doing this or kids. And so they aren't really aware of doing protection stuff. First. Yeah, that was my that was my experience yeah. was that yeah, I exactly. yeah had no understanding of how to clear or protect or ground or who to invite in. So I was just basically like inviting any old wayward right. spirit to come into yeah. my body because that's what how you move it, you know. Uh, so, interesting. you know, energetically, that's like maybe they weren't staying in my body but that's what they were using energetically to move the planchette so doesn't seem right right yeah and your house (laughs) like if you're doing it in your house just like oh we're open who's here (laughs) it's like i mean that's the best idea yeah it's 
very bad idea. I mean, when I'm doing my channeling, I'm not actually channeling anyone through my body. I'm just talking to them, like having a regular conversation. Mm -hmm. They right. just don't happen to have a body. Right. And I have, I almost said, severe boundaries. I mean, I kind of did for a while, almost to the point where I was like, I'm not even bringing in angels. I only want my energy. And mm. now I've, since I've been doing it a while, I'm like, no, okay, definitely want angels. Um. Oh, boy, this makes me want to tell you a story, but I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say it real quick. Okay. I did this healing on this person this week that was so, it was such a great experience because they came from this dimension slash planet. It was almost like a dimension in a planet. And basically, that's what the whole reading was about. And I was communicating with the people, the aliens, I guess, if you want to call them that. They kind of were, uh, kind of, they, they, they were, that's how it felt like to me. Like star people? They were not really star people. It felt more alienish, but not how people think of aliens. Oh, okay. It's hard to describe what this plan, anyway, that part isn't important. The important part was when I went to do the healing, they were, they were like, oh, we'll help you. We'll take, basically kind of take over. They took over oh. the healing and it felt right. It felt good for them to do that. So I was like, okay. And they did it so fast. It was just like way faster than I ever work. And I'm pretty oh, fast actually. But it was just like, and then the thing was gone. I was like, oh, okay. Thank wow. you. That was great. And then I even was, I went to update a contract and they were so confused by it at first. I had to laugh out loud because they were like, huh? <laughs> <What is a contract?" laughs> they didn't know what a contract was because they're so in present time that oh, they don't yeah. even mess with, they don't fuck with contracts because oh, they, they're just like, what the fuck is that? Is how they looked at it. And then immediately they understood it was like no time in between. It was like, what the heck is that? Okay, boom. And then it was like taken care of. I can't remember why I started the conversation. That's oh, so because of the because of the, the Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I mean like I didn't channel those beings. I'm gonna call them beings. That felt better. Yeah. that feels more right than aliens or star seeds. Um and yeah, I didn't channel them. I was just like communicating and watching them work, which was such a privilege. I just that like, is fascinating. Uh, I felt like I'm having tears in my eyes right now because it feels like it was such a heart chakra like experience. And I kept telling this person, my client, like, because they're from there. And I was like, yeah. you're so special. Oh. <laughs> like, I, not that everybody isn't special, but I was like. You're so special. Like, it was so nice that they're here. On our, Not to say they're not also human and they have their faults, yeah. but they have this part of them. And I just loved those beings anyway. That's, that's fascinating. Oh, I love that story. It was so wonderful. It was so nice. Anyway, I'm going to show you a picture of a pendulum board because I – can you see that or is it too bright? Mm. It's – too bright okay it basically looks like a ouija board um it has numbers on the bottom half and then letters on the top and then there's a pentacle in the middle and then no no yes yes like no on oh. both sides and yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i feel like like i use my pendulum all the time i mean mm. all the time mm. and um I don't know why you would need that, just like personally, maybe just because I haven't. So, I mean, obviously well, I'm not an expert like on this. It, I'm just learning about it. But yeah, it's like you yeah. can ask anything. You don't really need to have a board there. Well, a pendulum just answers no and yes questions, right? Yeah. Or like, um, I mean, it's still no and yes, but it could be like finding, like I use it for every day choosing what supplements to take. Right. For example. So right. it's still, you know, and yes, but it's more like I'm touching a supplement and it's like yeah. giving me a positive or a negative. Yeah. Which is great. I'm not, yeah, that's great. But what I'm saying is that this Oh, because there's letters. Right. So that's why someone may use it is to spell uh, out. That feels not, that feels and, similar to Ouija to me. Yeah, I do. I use it too for Akashic Clearing for my charts. So that's different than no and yes too. I mean, it is those still, is it this, is it like this column? And so it is yes or no still, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's I don't like know if I would. Or whatever. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of do think that it seems like a different way to do a Ouija board. 
that's my gut feeling too is it it probably like, depends like also if yeah if it's spelling out then it, that is maybe like asking for guidance from a spirit maybe i mean i could see a world in which if you really shielded yourself and you were asking your highest guides and or angels but you know my information really is like like your guides i don't know my guides don't talk to me like it would take a really long time to spell out what they're saying right Right. yeah yeah that's not and that's not the way they it's to me receiving divine information or talking to flowers or trees or animals it's like it's not really language based like it it, i can translate it into english but it comes in a different kind of current than words i mean mine do talk to me in words also but like it would be like very it would take me like 50 minutes to do it that way also it just feels Mm -hmm. like something about it and no judgment but it just feels like something about it feels like it's not coming from your intuition or your guides it doesn't it feels like some kind of lack of trust or yeah like like there's a disempowered aspect if you're like it has to be spelled out it like you're disconnected from it like someone has to literally spell it out instead of me tapping into what I know to be true I mean like and I sometimes will use my pendulum to tap in like is this what I'm receiving like is this Mm -hmm, what I'm hearing mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, you could mm -hmm. still use a pendulum for that just to kind of validate Mm -hmm. you know or to fine tune like and it's like no not exactly that okay yeah this you know so you it's like you can still use it just maybe you don't need it to spell things out for you I just got a really big feeling about it is that I feel like the those kind of boards have a past life energy to them that is not because I think for a long time and I know nothing about the history oh yeah I'm getting this big time is that there's a lot of invalidation associated with those boards oh right I'm really getting that like from ancient time like not ancient but like way back I don't know the earliest recording of it but of people using those but it feels like 1300s 1400 like way back like I feel like it just has like a negative like there's something about it where there was not negative but like yeah I mean I almost want to say like dark forces associated with it like the whole Ouija board pendulum needs to get like a big healing (laughs) oh you know I could see that that it's like well, there has been, I think, a really um, damaging message from historically from the Christian church, which is, mm-hmm. you know, people, individual people can't receive direct yes. downloads from the divine. Yeah. And so maybe this is sort of like, oh, well, I can't receive a direct, like just that belief, like part of that limiting belief, like because I don't have a direct line, because I'm not empowered enough or I'm not like I don't have enough spiritual authority, mm-hmm. then maybe I can work with this tool to spell things out in in, in the human language, mm-hmm. which that is like intuition to me is uh, a huge part of it is transcending like that it needs to be this linear human language because I know like I know what you mean I'll hear words and phrases from my guides or from the divine but I still feel like even before they become words or phrases they're a current of wordless information like it still transcends that yeah yeah I just think there's also like some kind of spirits that have messed with it. There is, it needs a healing and some kind of negative. There's some kind of invalidation and darker energy that is what? I think fear. I think there has been some fear. Because that was even part of when I did it in high school. I feel like that was part of the allure of the Ouija board is, oh, it's scary. That's what happened in The Exorcist. And, you know, like even maybe those stories connected to it. Yeah. I think. And then the fear, you know, when you're afraid, you can attract. I mean, I don't want to make people more scared. But when you're in that, I think what it really is, it was like this kind of storm of perfect storm of fear and trying to contact spirits oh yeah oh totally so that brought in this that that stuck to it and never bad combo and then it's just out there in the world it doesn't feel good yeah and i wonder how long ago people have been using them but i don't know why it got 
that information. No, I could ta- I can see what you're saying. I can tap into that. Um, okay. So then the next question was actually um, someone posted on the listener page, but I thought they said they weren't sure if this is a question for the show, but I think it's a good question. So I'm going to say it here. A bunch of people answered anyway. Um, but <clears throat> what they said is it's about cell phones. I was curious what your personal limits are for use and what you do, if anything, to clear them of negative energy. Um, And they can be so useful. I'm just reading real quick. Um, But yeah, do we have any ritual or to cleanse it or whatever? And you were saying you've started putting limits or well I used to all have really good habits with my cell phone and they have kind of in recent months (laughs) not (laughs) been as great what are um well I I have reinstated the good habits which are um when it's like when I'm done with work when I don't there's no reason that I would need my phone anymore I turn it off you turn it off turn it well I turn on airplane mode Mm. so that I can see the time or whatever but then the next morning after I exercise and I meditate, then I turn it back on. Oh, but so, so then you mean I have like the end of the day. The end of the day, turn it off, and or it, even like on the weekends, maybe it's the middle of the day, you know, mm. or the morning even. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and then um, it's so great. I mean, because it really that's why I used to have such good habits was because it. I realized how wonderful it is to be like that's not an option. It's just not even anywhere in my awareness. So that means like, well, let me look at the sky or hang out with my cat or be fully present with whatever I'm doing instead of knowing. Like I can take a break and look and see what's going on on the news or yeah. on my Instagram or whatever. That's so it's really it's good. beautiful, and if I feel like I can really sense the difference in my uh, energy. So you turn it off like because the hard part about that is you work you know freelance you work Mm -hmm. from home so like how like your work day I mean I guess I'll stop projecting my work day could be you know a really long like there is no end. <laughs> well, there could be no end, you know, mm-hmm. to me when that's the thing that can be confusing is because I work from home and I have my own business and everything. It's like, yeah, I could just have be aware all day and I could be answering emails all day. Mm. But then when I think about it, it's like, do I need to do that all day or can I get to those emails tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, pretty mm-hmm. sure I could. Right. And so it's like setting boundaries in that way of like, do I need how many times a day do I need to check social media really once? Yeah. You know, really? Yeah, yeah. So do you turn it off at like six or what time are we talking? It could be six. It could be five. It could be four. Oh. If it's the weekend, it could be 11, you know, in the morning. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. And then if I I'm like, like oh, that. I wanted to call my dad today, I'll turn it back on and call my dad. You know, it's not right. like it's hard I and fast. I guess I get worried. And this is probably just fear-based because I have terror. I am not a good person to answer this question because I have really bad cell phone habits so I do want to get better um but I just worry like oh I'll miss miss a text from someone important you can answer tomorrow Hmm. the next day I mean that's what at at first I think when I was getting back into the habit I did get that feeling and then I was like once you do it for I was like no it's fine to text people back the next day but like I mean I think I did turn my phone on on Sunday night in the evening just to see if there was a text from you just because I wanted to make sure there wasn't a problem with the podcast file (laughs) you know like uh stuff like that uh like I should just maybe make sure they don't need me to send it again or something you know like if there's something like that then I'll see see. yeah yeah well, that's good. And what about, do you do any, um, like, um, like sometimes I will energy clear my phone, just like, you know, clear it off energetically. Um, and we were talking before about, like, well, she is asking about social media, but we have businesses on social media, so sometimes we'll clear off that. But specifically to your phone, do you do anything like smud? Oh, I don't think. It's good to say smudge anymore. Um, or it never was. Um, do you clear with smoke? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, I haven't really thought about this, but I do, when I clean it, sometimes I'll clean it with just a little tiny bit of white vinegar uh-huh. with, in water, which mm-hmm. is so energetically cleansing. Yeah. Like I, whenever I use vinegar to clean, I feel like it so makes energy really bright. So mm. I think I have kind of done that without really thinking about it totally mm-hmm. consciously. Without intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if you're making real boundaries with your limits that's kind of a way of clearing Mm because it's like I'm you know this is when I'm available this is when I'm not available and that's Mm -hmm. clearing it all off yeah yeah I'm gonna try to practice that yeah because it's like I think about it like you know a business a brick and mortar business it's like open closed it's like they're not always just staying open it's true I mean some of them are but I do uses. like to take, oh, I guess if your phone's on airplane, you can take as many pictures of Solo as you want. Oh, yeah. I okay. can still take yeah. pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we do post on Magic, well, we always post on the weekend. But mm-hmm. I guess you could do that in the morning. Um, okay. Well, that was the question. Thank you okay. for asking. And, um, oh, we should say a couple things. One, if you want to um, ask us a question, you can go to our um, website magicmondaypodcast.com there's a little button that says ask a question or you can also go on the listener page um, and which is on Facebook Magic Monday listeners and um, yeah people ask questions of each other there but you can also ask us it's best to probably do it on the website if you want it for the podcast um, and also, if you could review us on Apple Podcasts, it really helps the show get visible, and we really appreciate it. Right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I concur. So now, <laughs> it's time for the energy report. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about the, oh, well, the energy report is the energy trend that I'm, I'm noticing in the week from my clients and myself, and This Mercury retrograde being in Cancer, you know, is really bringing up a lot. I think is part a part of this feeling we've been having. Mm -hmm. The because it's really the watery, emotional going underneath, bringing stuff up, you know, um, in this watery way, emotional way. So. I, I was kind of getting two messages for this. Um, I feel like a, you didn't see me, people listening, but I did like a, um, what's it called? The people on the airplanes. Flight oh, attendant. I, I did like the two, oh, two right. like go to either aisle. I've been getting two messages. Um, so the first part is the Mer- Mercury retrograde part, which is really just, um, I mean, I've been noticing, like like I said before, being gentle with ourselves about stuff coming up, like mistakes that have been coming up, like, oh, I shouldn't have sent that email, or oops, I sent, you know, made a mistake in some way. So it's, it's a real calling for being gentle with ourselves, but also moving out, clearing out. I mean, I would suggest your go-to of clearing clutter. I mean, I have been driven to do it. I'm like, I have to do this, which I hardly ever feel. <laughs> so I would say that too is could be a great part of this. Um, but also it's really a cleansing of our emotions this week, kind of like what you did, which is, mm-hmm. so it's a continuance yeah. of that, of just yeah. like crying in the tub. Were you in the tub when you were crying? Uh, after I got out of oh, the okay. tub, I was crying. <laughs> no actually i started it did start in the tub i'm remembering that now yeah and but then it got really intense Uh, after was ted asleep for this he was asleep and then he woke (laughs) up and i was just like (laughs) i've been crying so much um so yeah so that is part of it if you're or maybe it's anger for you and you need to fucking scream into a pillow or kick some non-hurting some pillows what (laughs) pillows yeah sure kick some more pillows (laughs) (laughs) just abuse pillows in any way you can think of (laughs) we're gonna hear from the pillow committee after this (laughs) um i work in a pillow factory and i don't appreciate (laughs) so um yeah don't hurt yourself but whatever i'm saying is to really allow these feelings to come up and out 
they need to come up and out. Um, Venus is back direct, which is lovely, but we have, and I know I'm not trying to do this, make this an astrology report, but it's just so intense this year. I have a yes. really hard time not bringing it up. Oh, so you should. Okay. So it's, but like four other planets are, I mean, I'm not trying to be an expert here. I just am aware of this. So four other planets are retrograde and Jupiter and Pluto are now conjunct again, which is, oh, oh yeah. That's and what big. does that remind me of what that well, is? Well, what that means is that the stuff underneath, again, is getting amplified oh, okay. and in a really okay. pretty big, intense way, especially, and I'm pretty sure, oh, and Mars is in Aries and it's square all these planets. So what that means is like, it's like bit, like Mars is like big, like emotion, let's get this done, let's move. But then uh. it's, and it's in Aries, which is a fiery planet, I mean, fiery sign. So then it's it's in opposition to it's kind of I don't want to say arguing but it's like push pull like a, um, in opposition to the I mean it's actually square but if you want to use none you know what I'm trying to say it's in opposition to these other planets so it's like there's a lot of like uh, and then the stuff coming up underneath is like being amplified in the mercury it's just a lot I don't want to scare anybody but it's you know what? This is beautiful because we're clearing out all yes. the stuff we don't want anymore. That's the yeah. beautiful part. It's an opportunity to identify and release old stuff. Totally. So that is, I'll just say for that part of it is like be gentle with yourself and as much as you can, if you feel safe, when you feel safe, allow those feelings to come out. I mean, Tess has a really, I will say, strong, like grounding groundedness and adult there to care for her and her child when she's feeling all these big feelings so if you're feeling more just like the inner child yes sure let it out just thank you make sure you feel safe like that you're yeah. feeling like oh I'm protected so it would really help to just put your hand on your heart and say this is scarier this is hard right now you feel sad may I be kind to myself that yeah self-compassion piece is really important um and that could be all I would say, but I'm going to add a little other part, which my feeling about this coming week is that it's both the releasing and also because you're releasing the bringing in the owning of your power, just like I said last week, you know, that we're continuing to release these codependency patterns and these old patterns. And as a result, owning and being powerful, you know, yeah. feeling our power. So you can call your power back to you. And what I really love to do is call in my future self that has already assimilated all of these new patterns and this new power and is really feeling like, you know, yeah, you're safe. You can go through this. And yes, and powerful, like we're taking on whatever it is you want to take on, you know. So just imagining that you you can get into a meditative state and then imagine yourself. I like to fill with light. Imagine myself kind of going higher to the highest realms of light and then call in your highest future self that is all knowing. And then you can just, you know, either sit on a rock and have a conversation or merge with them or however you want to do it. And I actually, if you're on my newsletter, if you sign up for my newsletter, I, you automatically get my I have a meditation for meeting your future self. So you can do that if you feel called to. But you don't, you know, you can also just do it that way. All right. I feel like I said a lot. That's great. Okay. So okay. Now. So now it's time for <laughs> practical magic. All right. So this week, um, this is actually, I tapped into this when I did the Holistic and Magical Self-Care Masterclass, which I taught last week. And this feels so appropriate for this week for us. It's really generally the message for practical magic for what we can do this week to support ourselves is self-care. Um, there's, and I love the, the um, interplay between Capricorn and um cancer right now because mm. you know it's going to be a capricorn full moon this week on sunday I'm pretty um, sure or saturday and, and pluto might be in capricorn that may not oh be okay oh yeah no sunday the uh, 5th of july is a full moon in capricorn mm. and of course 
the sun is in cancer the new moon was in cancer and there's a lot in cancer and so cancer is ruled by the moon and is so much about nourishment it's like that divine mother energy the ocean energy and capricorn is about structure and so this self-care thinking of self-care i think we often when we think of self-care we think of like you know taking a bath and painting your nails and receiving this mm. nourishment but i think it's cool to think of both giving and receiving because that to me is actually my i think when i really love self-care when i really love tapping in in all the ways we take care of ourselves which is so many ways that go beyond just you know spa treatments mm. <laughs> then i <laughs> i really love when i can feel this feeling of joy and like it's a privilege to take care of myself you know the yeah. feeling of like taking care of an animal i was just thinking yeah. about this with solo this morning when i was petting him i was like we have had this cat since he was a kitten and mm. he's healthy mm. and he's happy and How like this is, is now he's um 11. Oh. And um, and that feeling that you have when you're like, I am taking care of this. It might be a plant, mm -hmm. might be a baby, mm -hmm. <laughs> but that really great, joyful feeling of like, yes, I'm doing this and I'm doing a good job. And mm -hmm. when I love when I feel that about myself, like, oh, what do what will really nourish me and my mm -hmm. inner child? And that's that whole thing too of being a good parent and learning, creating a new. Um, structure because so many of us ha like we were talking about have had challenging Parents. examples yes. of how to and that's what we learn that's how we learn to take care of ourselves yeah that's that limiting like when I beat myself up over forgetting something that's what what I learned that's how yeah. you do it that's how you take care of yourself and then to shift that so like having both giving and receiving receiving letting yourself feel nourished and nurtured and loved and then also like creating that strong structure of like i am really going to show up and do my best mm. to take care of myself in the way that will most nourish me now mm -hmm. and to tune into what is that sometimes it's resting sometimes it's working mm -hmm. you know yeah for example, so we did a um, exercise that I think I'm going to revisit this many times, I think, throughout my life. And mm. this is what we did if you were in the um, master class, but you can do this on your own. And it's a, basically a chakra clearing meditation. So if you do a, any chakra clearing meditation where you tap into each chakra, it, maybe you want to do a guided one. I have one. Natasha has one. But in that case, you would need to pause it periodically because mm. once you tap into the chakra and clear it, then you want to take a moment to journal and tap into like what nourishes this chakra and what undermines it or drains it. Like the, the qualities associated with it. How do I bolster them through self-care and what, do, what drains them? What doesn't feel good? It, mm -hmm. with relation to what this chakra is related to so mm -hmm. just tapping in that will help you to create that structure mm -hmm. and then that can be like an opening for the next thing that I recommend for practical magic which actually this is a phrase that I read in Callista's book the female archangels which mm -hmm. I'm loving mm -hmm. I'll write it in the show notes but anyway she talks about creating a self-care manifesto oh. which I that sounds amazing. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> so you can use that chakra tune in to start it, but then to create, like just really brainstorm and say, I will do this. I, like for me on mine, one of mine was, I will continually move out of my comfort zone because I know that when I don't, I get bored and feel stuck. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's an example mm -hmm. of that kind of self-care that it's like, really tuning in like I don't want to push myself out of my comfort zone in a harsh way right. but I also don't want to stay in my comfort zone because that's also not nourishing me so finding that healthy balance like when I need to rest I will rest when but I will also take action toward my goals because I know that feels good mm -hmm. so all of these things and <coughs> you know creating boundaries when there's a relationship or a relationship dynamic that doesn't feel good to you and you know taking time to meditate and Mm -hmm. Being kind to yourself when you don't follow your self-care out of us yes. and then lovingly coming back to, you know, learning that whole relationship and dance where you can be a really nourishing parent to yourself. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I love that. And part of my inner child healing class that I'll be doing in a few weeks, I have, um, they're going to be setting up an inner child altar 
Mm-hmm. And be, there's going to be a lot of these, like, not a lot, but there's going to be some of this manifesto type stuff. Like, yeah. what do you really need? What is it? Like, writing that down. And so I yeah. love that. That's great. It's really yeah. powerful to be writing down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, this is scientifically proven mm-hmm. that we... Yeah, that we take action. <laughs> I mean, by, I don't know, I've read about, I don't know, couldn't cite the studies, but it does, yeah. it is shown that when we write something down, we're more likely to act on it because uh, for whatever reason, I think it's because we feel like more um, sort of, what's the word? Like uh, we feel account, there's more accountability. Uh, like mm-hmm. I did write that. So I did mean that. Oh, I could, you know, you can yeah. go back and visit it. It's sort of like a contract in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Also, it's like I always feel just like the same reason rituals feel this way. It's like it grounds it yes. in reality, like in, in the, the physical world. Yeah. That's yeah. <coughs> All right. Well, did you have more to say? Just one more thing. Great. <laughs> so we have a um, lot of instructions this week. I, I know, <laughs> but the the whole giving and receiving balance with self care. This was something I tapped into too when I was planning this workshop. Was that it's so powerful for magnetizing ourselves because both of those are aspects of magic of giving, both giving and receiving. Mm. So that masculine energy, not like gender, but just that masculine <laughs> giving and that feminine receiving. Those are both things that we want to get into that energy when we want to manifest mm-hmm. because we want to be open to receiving. We want to feel like we deserve and yeah. we are relaxed enough to receive. But we also want to set clear intentions and have a clear structure, clear habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yin and the yang. So when we use both of those, we take care of ourselves with that masculine giving energy. And then we receive that care with the feminine receptive energy. Then we're there's it's like we're charging ourselves up like a battery Mm. to be these powerful manifestors. I love it. And there's just this whole new, as we know, talked about many times, this whole new masculine energy being programmed and like us reassessing it. What does it mean? How can I do this in a healthy way? You know, that feels Mm -hmm. good to me. And all this new feminine energy coming in. Yeah. And of course, it's that's connected. It's like I think having this healthier relationship with the feminine and the divine feminine is making it possible for us to have a healthier relationship with the masculine. Of yeah. course it is. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, should we do our housekeeping? Yes. Okay. You go And first. I just, yeah. can I just say, by the way, I'm glad we're doing this today because I'm feeling a little less like I'm underwater now. Are yeah, you? Yeah, me too. And the crazy thing is, I feel like you sound different now. I uh, see. Yeah. I wonder if it's true or if Brett's going to be like, why does Tess sound like she's calling in from somewhere? Oh, I wonder. Yeah, I think it's probably. doesn't matter. It's probably energetic. Yeah. That's what happens when you have a really psychic friend. Why do you sound like you're underwater? Because I feel like I'm underwater. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) <laughs> um okie dokie so okay. where can everybody find you Tess you let them know find- for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at um online at tesswhitehurst.com that's where you can check out the good vibe tribe and um you only find have a two bunch days of- to join yeah. it just two days do it um you can find a bunch of free spells and rituals and meditations and inspiration and you can find me on facebook at tess whitehurst author on instagram at tess 4444 on twitter at tess whitehurst and on youtube at tess whitehurst so where can we find you natasha you can find me at two places you can i almost said natasha levenger <laughs> that's not true you can find me at highestlighthealing.com and you can yeah sign up for my newsletter if you want some meditations um you get those too when you do that you can schedule a session with me and um and yeah you can find out there's some classes on there too that you can sign up for and or just yeah they're open anytime um what else oh and on instagram highest light healing and you can find us at oh, magicmondaypodcast.com. Right. That's where you can ask us a question and sign up for our newsletter. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast. That's all true. All right. What are you picking from for our card of the week? I'm picking from my new Oracle deck, Cosmic oh, Dancer Oracle. Which you can and buy, and it's amazing. 
Apparently Thank you. they're having a sale on Llewellyn. Did you? That's what that? I heard. Yeah. I should really look into that. <laughs> Did you already pick a card? Yeah. Do you want me to read it, or what are you drawing from? Um, I am drawing from um, this the Muse Tarot. And Ooh. I'm have to look. Oh. I don't know this one. Have you oh, drawn from it before? So beautiful. Have I not? Oh, I don't know. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. I'm just gonna read what. I mean, you go first because I have to find it, but I'm reading from there because she changes um, what it means. I mean, like the voices. It's two of voices instead of, I'm not sure oh, what that's supposed that to Oh, it's that like traditional tarot. Right. I mean, it is, okay. but it's, she named them different things. My guess would be that would be swords, but I don't know. That's probably a great guess. I think you're right. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I drew Master the Dance, and this is the wisdom from it. On the surface, it seems the world inside and out, outside of you is filled with movement, color, form, and noise, but tune in even deeper and you will perceive the eternal silent stillness behind all appearances and manifestations. Mm. Now is the time to enter fully into this stillness and come into a state of complete and single-minded presence. This is what it means to master the dance. The time is right to gain greater mastery in a discipline, an art, career path, or other area, or to step into greater self-mastery regarding your entire life experience. Whatever dance you are being called to master, set the clear intention to do so and commit to devotional, dedicated daily practice. Spiritual mm. practices such as meditation, prayer, and spending quiet, solitary time in nature will also support you in gaining new wisdom, expertise, and personal power. Um, choose to harmonizing. Sorry, a little bit more. Enough. Choose choose to ha harmonize and calibrate the energies within and around you, and then fearlessly face and embrace all that is happening in your mind, body, spirit, relationships, environment, and life. Once you do this, you will activate your full potential and become the captain of your fate. Mm. Okay. So, is it kind of like listening to your? intuition i feel like it's like the void like that in that way that tapping into the void of that silent stillness and like how is it we said we feel like we're in the void yeah but then also letting that like entering into that stillness that i think is really um available to us right now during mercury retrograde in order to harmonize so mm -hmm. that like talking about self-care and creating mm -hmm. greater order maybe healthier habits around our phone mm -hmm. time and around just how we take care of ourselves in general I feel like it's that dance of silence and stillness in order to create greater harmony in the physical world as we see oh and my perceive God. it's like exactly the energy report because yeah like clearing out in order to right. bring in your highest possible potential yeah so it does appear that the two of voices is the two of swords. I mean, this okay. deck is so beautiful. Can you see that? Did I already? Ooh. I mean, this so deck pretty. is amazing. It's by the same person that did, um, look at the strength card, that did. Um, oh, I love the strength card. The um, other one I love, the tarot, the, tar the light. Tarot. Oh, the Lightseer's Tarot. Yeah, this is like a collage-based one. I'm just going to show you one more because it's so gorgeous. Um, but anyway, it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's basically the Two of Swords reversed. And, I mean, that is what it is. So, and I just, I personally love Biddy Tarot for reading up what she says about Tarot because I know we're supposed to trust our intuition, but I just have a thing about it where it's hard with Tarot for me to get past the visual and connect immediately to that. It feels like an extra step or something. Anyway. I feel like that one day you're going to lock in, and me too. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I feel like tarot takes a while. It's not like oracle cards. Like, it takes a while to kind of get the language and how we want to interact yeah. with the language. And I think yeah, you I, and I are maybe just both still on that journey until it just locks in, you know, and we're then we're like bitty tarot ourselves. Yeah. Although I do feel like some, like, there's all different ways of communicating with spirit. And some, and it's just like how some people may naturally feel 
like French as their language and some people feel Russian, you know, like it's just easier. It's like, I feel like this one for me is like, I communicate easily and quickly with my guides, but then you put a tarot in front of me and it's like harder. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, I could learn it, but I feel like everyone, like there's some people who are just like, oh, the tarot, like they could right away, you know, it's mm-hmm. their language. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. So what she says here is the reverse two of swords is inviting you to listen to your intuition about a difficult decision. So you may be torn. So the two of swords is often like, what am I? I don't know. There's two things going on. I'm not sure what I want to do here. Um, And so you may need to cut off from the external world temporarily so you can hear your inner voice and allow your wisdom to come through. Trust what you know to be true and right for you. Excuse me. Make your decisions based on your own internal compass. So that of there's could be many. This is where I feel like my intuition comes in is like there could be many options for this card, but that's the one I feel it is. I feel like it's about you're kind of resisting, wanting to feel the maybe the pain of making a choice right now or um, of difficult, yeah, of making a choice or difficult things coming up. And so this is an invitation to let go of resistance and to just be in your quietness and let that information come to you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the cards for the week. We love you. We appreciate you. We hope that if you're feeling in water, that you appreciated this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fellow sisters in water. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, I just clicked on the wrong thing again. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. abuse pillows in any way you can think of.